Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Between Heaven and Earth, an internet radio talk show where we help you connect spirit and divine guidance. Lisa Kay, your host, brings you shows that can enhance and transform your life with tips and new ideas for more happiness, abundance, and better relationships. Lisa is an expert on intuition and can show you how to strengthen your inner guidance to empower yourself. Each show is positive and uplifting to inspire your day. Her guest speakers are specialists on self-help, positive thinking, spirituality, and conscious living. Be the best that you can be with Between Heaven and Earth, conscious living for your soul. And angel blessings to everyone. Our show today is called How to Boost Your Intuition, Development, and Positive News. I'm Lisa Kay, and this is Between Heaven and Earth Radio. And this is going to be our last show on Own Times Radio, but we're not going away. We're just changing a little bit on how you're going to be listening to the show, so stay with us. I have some exciting news. Between Heaven and Earth is moving to an easier format for you to listen to. Now you can listen to Between Heaven and Earth a lot of different ways. Um, Primarily, I've got a smartphone app called Lisa K Radio, as well as some of the best podcasting platforms out there you'll be able to listen to us through, such as Libsyn, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, TuneIn, and Blog Talk Radio, and many more. And we've been on iTunes since 2008, and we'll still be there for all of you who have subscribed to us over the years. If you're already a podcast junkie, this show is on quite a few podcast players like Overcast and Pocket Cast and many more. And I'm so incredibly excited. Finally, with this show, I will have a way to be with you through this podcast and through some videos in the amazing app Lisa K Radio for your phone or your iPad or your tablet. You don't have to sign up or pay anything. It's free to download. And you don't even need to remember to tune into a show. The app automatically updates with all the latest shows. And so you're never going to miss one. And if you need to stop in the middle of listening to a show and you need to come back later, this app actually remembers where you left off. Uh, And also, it even keeps playing if your phone goes to sleep. That was one of the things that people um, were telling me they wanted in uh, a way to listen to me. So a lot of people out there listen on their phones while they're driving, while they're working or doing other things. Um, And if you want to listen offline, say you're on the plane or you, you are going somewhere where you won't have good Internet connection, you can actually download the shows onto your phone and listen to it offline. It's amazing. I love it. And even better, there's no advertising. So you and you can immediately access some other goodies. I'm going to be able to give you special bonus material and discounts, coupons that you won't be able to get anywhere else. I've combined Lisa K Radio with my popular radio show Between Heaven and Earth and now you can take it anywhere with you and listen anytime. 
Uh, it works both on the iPhone, iPad, and Android phones. Uh, just go to iTunes Store, the iTunes Store, or the Google Play Store, and search for LMK88 and download Lisa K Radio. So remember, search on LMK88, or you can just go to my website at lmk88.com. So those those are the announcements for today, and I wanted to move on to our topic on intuition. And a little bit later, if we have some time, we'll move on to positive news. So let's begin. Hi, I'm Lisa Kay, and our show today is called How to Boost Your Intuition Development. I wanted to start out by telling you a little story of an experience I had a long time ago. I vividly remember sitting in the back seat of a car, looking out the window as uh, as we were driving out of a hotel, uh, hospital, sorry, hospital parking lot. When all of a sudden, I had these butterflies in my stomach. We had just left my 68-year-old father's bedside after he came out of quintuple bypass heart surgery. And the doctor said he was fine. The operation was a success, and I was calm. I wasn't nervous. Uh, particularly in the waiting room, you know, you, you would think in during the operation you'd be a little nervous, but um, I was fine. I was pretty calm. And now, as we were leaving the parking lot, we we're just exiting. These butterflies rose up in my stomach, and I thought to myself, "Wow, oh, this is really weird." Um, I even said to someone sitting in the car with me, "You know, I'm more nervous now than when Dad was in the operating room." And, and uh, we were traveling back. I was with my mother. I was with uh, my brother. And, and when we got back to my parents' house, there was a message on the answering machine from the hospital. And they said, call them right away. And so my mother did. And apparently, just as we left the hospital, my dad's blood pressure took uh, a dive. It went, it dropped to some very dangerous levels. And, and so the doctors were afraid that he was bleeding inside. So they took him back into surgery to check. And they found out he wasn't bleeding, but instead he was having a, a serious allergic reaction to the medication they gave him during surgery. And so they called us and they said, now they're worried that because his blood pressure dropped so low for so long, combined with the additional anesthesia they had to give him to put him under again, that dad might not wake up because of brain damage. So needless to say, we were shocked and, and upset and worried. Um, and they said the only thing we could do was to wait and see if he woke up. So that kind of gave me a hint. as like, oh, now I could see my butterflies, you know, right after we left. So that, that kind of corresponded to what was going on here. Anyway, so that night, uh, it took me a little while to go to sleep, and the butterflies were still there. They're flittering around in my stomach, and I was uh, obviously very worried. Now, eventually, I did fall asleep, and I dreamt that my dad was sitting at a dinner table, and he was all healed and animated, and he was telling us how that surgery was a breeze and nothing unusual happened, and I was telling him in the dream, no, 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 it wasn't a breeze. You don't understand. And then I woke up, and uh, I was lying in bed. I could still feel the butterflies in my stomach. And then about 10 minutes later, the butterflies disappeared. And then the phone rang. It was the hospital nurse, and she said that Dad was starting to wake up, and he was wiggling his toes. Now, fortunately, um, 
dad woke up, he fully recovered, he had no brain damage, and I was so relieved. And But, you know, it left me a little stunned. Um, obviously not just from, you know, the this emergency incident, um, but I started to wonder, uh, was I getting messages about his condition before anyone told me? You know, how does this happen? This, this was long before, you know, I was looking at intuition, trying to learn about it. It was a long, long time ago. I was like, was was that my intuition? What was that? And maybe you've had some similar, I know a lot of people have had similar experiences. Maybe you've had some similar intuitive experiences. And what it did for me was it made me want to develop my intuition, just as maybe it, it, other people I know has uh, these intuitive experiences have made them want to develop their intuition to kind of get more understanding about it and get more control over it. So if you think about intuition, what why do people want to develop their intuition? What what is you know is it just so that you kind of know oh something not good is happening? Um, I think we want to go further with that. I think we want to get more information from it. Um, you know things happen in our lives that are not pleasant. Uh, sometimes they're scary. It was certainly very scary for me. And you want to navigate through life with some control and ensure, assurance that that things are going to be okay or or that the choices that you're making is going to alleviate any future pain or, or, or not make anything worse. You know, and making those decisions are very hard when the future is uncertain and unknown. And we live in a world that's very uncertain and unknown. And and, um, and then there, there are times when there's nothing to decide, just like I had, we had not, no choice but to sit and wait. So there we had, there's nothing we could do. And sitting and waiting can be torture, but intuition can give us a glimmer of hope. It can give us solace, and it can give us guidance during these these difficult times. But the problem is intuition seems to be random and elusive, and more commonly, intuition seems, uh, for most of us, vague and intangible. Now, you might wonder uh, whether you even have intuition. So I did. I, I wondered, gee, you know, do I do I really have intuition? Uh, what was that thing that happened? Um, uh, you might even wonder whether you could even have it under your control. And I've heard and people have said you can develop your intuition so you can grow its skill and, you know, you can grow it so that you can make it be dependable. Dependable. Now, you know, once in a while, maybe you've experienced this, you, you receive that rare, stunning, intuitive message, or you feel your intuition is trying to tell you something, but you don't know what it is. So whether we're going through wanting to improve our daily life or dealing with some life upheaval, we want to have that dependable internal guidance, a message or some grace from say, God letting us know that things are going to be okay, that we're not alone, or just give us assurances of the right thing to do next. Do this. This is the right thing. We want that inner guidance, a connection to some knowing that seems to know everything. And I wanted to continue and tell you how um, I became very intuitive, what worked for me, and how that's gonna, that can work for you, and how you can boost your intuition, how you can get it to, under your control. Um, and I want to share with you my story and where I came from. And I 
came from a place where I was not intuitive and I didn't have, I had to start from scratch. I didn't, aside from, you know, this experience, um, basically I had nothing. So we're going to go to break. And when we come back, I'll tell you my story and where I came from and how I got to the point where I was a sold out intuitive reader and my intuition actually saved my life. So hang in there, stay with us. We'll be right back. Conscious Media for Conscious Minds. Om Times. The number one reason girls drop out of school in Sub-Saharan Africa is lack of access to feminine hygiene products. The Pads for School Girls Project, an outreach of Humanity Healing International, is changing this paradigm by setting up sewing programs at schools, teaching girls a vocational skill, while producing the reusable pads that help keep them attending classes. The girls pay it forward by making and giving pad kits to other girls in need. To learn more, visit HumanityHealing.org. Humanity Healing is where your heart is. Every Tuesday on Living with Moxie, join Shefali Burns and Donna Martuge in conversations designed to take you to the next level, where we highlight ideas, resources, and strategies that provide you with the leverage you require to meet and exceed your business and personal goals. Each week on Living with Moxie, we will lead conversations related to success, achievement, fulfillment, and extraordinary, vibrant living. Are you ready to live with Moxie? Join us. There is no death, only a change of worlds. Chief Seattle. Deborah Livingston is an award-winning intuitive psychic medium whose international services include mediumship, spiritual assessment, animal communication, and spiritual mentoring. She is a published author and a trained shaman. Deborah provides evidential messages from spirit and departed loved ones. Learn more at devlivemedium.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's D-E-B-L-I-V medium.com. Me, a cat, moving in with a new human. It took a little getting used to. She has these weird games she likes to play, like this giant feather. She sticks it in my face. I swat it away. She sticks it in my face. I swat it away. It's almost like she thinks I enjoy it. 
But seeing how much fun she gets out of it, well, I guess it makes it all worth it. Humans. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. And welcome back. I'm Lisa Kay, and you're listening to Between Heaven and Earth Radio, Conscious Living for Your Soul. And we're talking about how to boost your intuition uh, and get your intuition to develop to the point where it's under your control. And I wanted to share with you my story, where I came from, uh, because I never considered myself to be intuitive. You might think that's a little shocking. (laughs) But uh, when I was younger, I didn't have any experiences that others had who teach about intuition development, about psychic development. I didn't have those as a young child. Um, I wasn't seeing spirits. Uh, I wasn't getting amazing intuitive messages as a child. Uh, I thought they were cool. I've heard other people getting them, and it was just amazed me. And I wanted to do that too, but I didn't know how to do it. Um, and other than those butterflies in my stomach experience with my dad's surgery, that was like in my 20s, long time ago. And I had one little other intuitive message that helped me with a friend. Um, I ceased having intuitive messages. And that it basically was decades. Um, it, it wasn't that I didn't try to use my intuition. It just it just didn't work for me when I wanted it to. Oftentimes, you know, I tried. Um, I even tried to do uh, you know, some of those ESP tests and um, use uh, cards and try to predict what, which card was coming up next. And I, I was terrible at it. It was horrible. It was very, actually, it was really disappointing. I was uh, kind of dismayed. I just kind of came up with the conclusion, well, I can't do this. Um, and I just decided, uh, you know, it just this just doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. And I kind of went along that way until I was in my 40s, and I learned where I, I decided I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn how to develop my intuition. Um, I'm gonna. I had time where I could do it, and I thought, you know, I'm going to just start. And um, I actually started with. Uh, reading some books, and I learned how to connect through um, w- with my angels, through some writing and so on. And I, I did a lot. Then I started to actually go a little crazy with it because that's what I do. I started to do a lot of research. Um, my background is in science, and I would I figured, you know, I'm going to be open. And I think that's perhaps what those of you who are listening are, is open. Uh, what is out there? What, you know, um, there's science, but science doesn't necessarily contradict intuitive abilities or instinct or, or psychic abilities. Uh, so what research has been out there in the science? Uh, and then looking at the metaphysical side, because that's where a lot of research and studies and, and training has been. So I looked at that. And I, I was able to get it a little, a bit more under my control to use it when I wanted to. And as I w- got into more of the training and I decided, well, I'm just going to go and um, be open and see if this stuff really works. I'm going to go all out and I'm going to learn how to do uh, 
develop my intuition. I'm going to learn how to do the psychic thing and see what's there. If it works, great. If it doesn't, um, well, then, you know, maybe it doesn't exist. But as I did that, I unintentionally found myself doing intuitive readings for the public. And to my surprise, my appointment slots sold out at events. And I, my skills started to improve more and more. And later, my intuition actually saved my life when I needed it. Now, through my studies and all this experience, and I performed hundreds and hundreds of readings, again, it wasn't something I intended to do. I just kind of fell into it. I actually figured out a system and a technique that made my intuition work consistently and reliably. And it worked exceedingly well, not just for me, but it worked for other people, as I discovered later. I, I started to teach and share this knowledge. First, I, I did a monthly intuition development meeting. Uh, I called it a sixth sensory meeting. And initially, I, you know, I got a few friends together and we got together once a week and um, we started to do some practice. And then I opened it up to other people. Um, people were asking and I opened it up to others who were interested. And over time, the group of students grew to over a total of 150. And the students actually had some amazing results. And some of them would, you know, come back and they'd share their stories with me. They'd get all excited. And uh, I have one student um, who's been with me for a long time, took a, came to a lot of these meetings. His name is George. And, hey, George, if you're out there listening, um, George is a sweetie. Anyway, he wrote me an email one day and he said, I just had to tell you, Friday night I had an intuitive sense of, of a freezing pipe and that I went to check the boiler to find it stopped working. The fuel line was frozen. If I hadn't checked, I would have gone to bed. Lots of frozen pipes would have been the outcome. Uh, and, you know, your teaching could have been a gift. So, and that was from George. So, you know, it, it was, that was really nice, but, you know, it works. And I thought, you know, wow, this is really awesome. So, I, there was so much more that I wanted to include in the meetings, but I couldn't do it because we didn't have enough time. We'd only meet. We do like the way the meeting works is uh, we get together um, and we we do a just a relaxation meditation, and which also an energy raising meditation. We do that, and then we would um, do an exercise that would uh, be a, um, a a way for me to explain certain techniques. Uh, but that it didn't last, you know, it was only a couple hours, and so I couldn't teach everything. So what I did was I, I started to teach a two-day workshop called Developing Your Intuition Level 1, Developing Your Intuition Level 1, and another one after that, which came out of that, called Advanced Intuition Development. There's There was, like, so much that I learned. I couldn't kind of squeeze it all in. So those are were two weekend workshops. And then um, later I expanded that workshop by offering it as an online class. So now there are over 70 graduates from around the globe, uh, from Japan to Denmark and Canada, all over the United States. Um, people were coming in from um, around the world, literally, uh, to, to take the class. And at the same time, I, I started to talk, go out and do lectures and talk to the public on some of the intuition methods and techniques that I discovered and that I developed. And the response was 
was actually phenomenal. It was surprising to me. Uh, the talks were very well received. Um, some people in the audience immediately had results from what they learned, even on the way home. And that and that was like so awesome. I got an email from a woman. Um, her name is Allison, and she wrote me, and she told me uh, what she learned from attending one of my talks, and then what she did on her on the way home from from the lecture. And she said, you know, thank you so much for your lecture. Um, I've experienced all three days of the expo now, and I can say your lecture was one of my favorites. So that was thank you, Allison. Uh, and she said, I've been practicing my intuition, and that's important. You have to practice. She said, I'm so impressed with how well it worked on the following. This is what she did. She said, I knew which subway train would leave first. She takes the subway. She's in the city. Uh, my intuition told me that a man on the subway would leave a stop on a stop before me. And anybody who's been on the subway knows, you know, there's lots of stops. Um, she said, I knew which seat a panelist would sit in at another lecture she went to, and her intuition said she would arrive at 8.41 p.m., and sure enough, her train pulled into her home station at that exact time. So that that was awesome. That blew me away because the technique that I had gone over in this lecture, um, and this was just actually a portion of it, uh, it worked. It worked right away, and it worked for Allison. And then she actually came into the class later, so that was, like, so cool. And, you know, I found that people... I think it's what people like about the way I explain the techniques. This is very, it, it's very down to earth. It's very stepwise. The fashion in fashion, it's it's a, um, it's very tangible and easy for them to understand. Uh, they, you know, they've told me people have told me they could relate well to my being a more a more grounded person. It's not woo woo, um, and that's because I had to learn. You know, from the very beginning, I had to learn from scratch. I had to put it together piece by piece and you know, find out what works, and I tried things, and things. some things worked and some things didn't, and the things that I learned that worked, I, I just kind of kept using those and honing it and getting it better and better, and I think uh, I think because um, I'm a scientist and an engineer, that's how I was trained, I like to pull things apart, understand how it really works, and then, you know, and then put it together, and I, I also think that what makes the way I teach different from say other people is is that uh, is that I do I bring that to people I, I try to give it that structured technique you know when I started learning how to develop my intuition I read lots of books and um, I took a bunch of classes uh, got certified in all kinds of things and you know, oftentimes the instruction would be from you know book or whatever it is. Uh, telling the reader, for example, go into your heart or connect to spirit. And I didn't know what that meant. It is and often they sort of skip the entire process of how to do it. And then they would go on to say, well, now, after you've received your intuitive message, and, and then I was like, wait a minute, I, I don't even know. How, did I get one? I don't know what it is. What did I do? So, you know, going into your heart didn't make a lot of sense to me. <laughs> um so it was vague, it was intangible, and it was very frustrating. So um, what I've discovered is that you you need it to have a structured technique, and when you can break it all down, that's what's going to help you boost the development of your intuition. And I'll go over a little bit of why why you need a clear technique, what a technique is, and 
how it should be structured. And so when you go out and you start learning, um, you'll know the right, the best way to do it. Uh, you know, learning about your clairs is great. Learning about the chakras is great in the human energy system. In fact, I, I do teach about that, but it's only a part of it and you need to know more. Um, and so that's, that's what a technique will give you. So we're going to go to break, and when we come back, I'll tell you a little bit more about the what a technique is and how to get one, why it works, and um, you know, help you get on your way. Conscious Connection, Om Times Radio, IOM FM. Spiritual, Metaphysical, Green Living, Psychic, Alternative Healing, Life Coaching. Do any of these or similar terms apply to your business or cause? If so, you are in a niche market with a very specific audience. Conscious Gate PR is the world's leading conscious public relations agency. With a global reach of over 4 million and growing, we offer comprehensive media campaigns to our targeted market. Learn more at ConsciousGatePR.com. Conscious Marketing for Conscious Minds. Circle of With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Arts Radio is a sanctuary on the airwaves. Join me, Grandmother Alaya, in the circle on Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern as I share information to both enlighten and nourish your soul. I didn't know it would be so hard. It's easier to heal others than to heal myself. If you or someone you know has a drug or alcohol problem, you are not alone. Recovery was the hardest job I ever had and the most important. For information and treatment referral, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Welcome back. I'm Lisa Kay, and you're listening to Between Heaven and Earth Radio. And we're talking today about how to boost your intuition development. And I'm kind of going through my story and how, you know, how I got to where I am, um, which is 
being highly intuitive and uh, and uh, you know most people would consider psychic. Um, but I did it from scratch, and I wanted to kind of give you my story because I, a lot of you were probably out there experiencing something similar. Um, and what worked for me, and what I found works for other people. And we were talking about really what I discovered um, through studying with other people and uh, and books and so on, um, what works. And and what works is having a, a very clear stepwise technique. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what constitutes a good technique and what some of the things are that you need to understand so that you can develop your intuition um, so you can get it under your control. And a technique uh, is is um, is necessary because it goes through a step-by-step process so that you go, okay, first you do this, and then you do that, and then you do that, rather than, okay, open up, connect, and then you wait, and you don't know what you're waiting for, and you don't know what it is that's supposed to happen. Uh, so we we got to get rid of all that, and we have to get down to the point where you know what it is that you're expecting, what it is that you have to do, and um, and and make things happen under your control. So usually what happens is when people start to learn how to work with their intuition, they get little bits and pieces of information and it doesn't make any sense. So we have to, we have to have a technique that helps make sense of all those things. And uh, what I teach in developing your intuition, it takes your intuition development to the next level by showing you how to get more detailed information from your intuition so it can be useful and understood and acted upon. So this is. Let's talk about a, a, a why techniques are important for accuracy and consistency. Um, just like any skill you develop, you need a, a, a clear technique, a clear step step by step technique to grow and then master the skill. So think of your intuition as a skill that you're growing, a skill that you're developing. Uh, so you can. Do you can do a comparison to a sport. So if it's a sport like tennis or golf, or maybe even just learning how to drive a car, uh, it's the same thing. You're developing your intuition in the same way. And using these uh, methods is going to help you get control over what you're doing and get your results that you want. Um, and also, when you, the, when you have these steps uh, that are clear to you, you can repeat them you, and you can practice that process, and then it's going to give you the opportunity to experience what it feels like when it works, and also experience when it doesn't work, so you can improve. We do want to continue and repeat the things, the feelings of where it works, the way it works for you, and not do the things that are not working, right? So without this, you're just kind of stabbing in the dark. So let's look at some examples. For example, when you're learning how to serve a tennis ball, uh, if you're familiar with tennis, uh, the, you know the, the, you have a technique to get it into the service box. If you're not familiar with tennis, um, you have to get it into the smaller box on the tennis court, otherwise it's out. Um, so you learn how to how to stand. You learn where to put your feet behind the baseline. You learn how to toss the ball. 
and um, and there's a special way to toss it. Uh, you want to toss it straight up over your head and how to swing your racket. And you even have to know the technique on how to hold the racket so you can actually even just get the, the ball in the service box. And, and I found, you know, even the way you face the racket's important too. So, so these are all these things that you need to know. If you're driving a car, now a lot of people out there have driven a car, you might have forgotten how, to, how you first learned how to drive. You're taught where the pedals are in the beginning, right? Uh, where the brake is, where the accelerator is, how to press the brake, how to ease on to the accelerator. And perhaps if you're, you know, moving out of a parking spot, how to accelerate slowly and turn the wheel at the same time to get out. Now, those things we all, as experienced drivers, know how to do. And after you do these steps over and over many times, all the movements become second nature to you, and you no longer have to think about them. You no longer make the mistakes, and you know when it feels right to either serve the ball in the box or get that car out of the parking spot. That's the same thing you're going to do when you master your intuition skills. You need a technique you can repeat and practice over and over again to improve your skill and gain accuracy and consistency. It's not a nebulous thing. It's not a vague thing. And eventually you become a master at it. You might not remember the steps anymore, and it just becomes second nature. So um, the technique that I have goes through a few things. Um, there is a stepwise technique as you're sitting and you're trying to get intuitive information. It goes through step one is um, how to get your intuition to work. How do, how do you make it turn on? How do you trigger it? So that's step one. Uh, the next thing is how to receive your intuitive message. How is it coming to you? What does it feel like? And if it comes to you in a way that you don't understand, what do you do next? That's those are the next steps. Okay, so then I don't, you know, I, I got, I received this, and and a lot of people are are getting intuitive information, but they don't know what it means. So you want to get your intuition to happen when you want to trigger it. Then you have to receive information, and maybe it's uh, not too clear. Then you want to clarify it. You want to get it to become clearer. And there is a step to do that. And then um, you want to be able to start assembling the information that you get so it makes sense. And that's the next step afterwards. So it's not to just sit there and wait for something to happen and boom, all of a sudden I know um, the whole story and it comes to me as if it were an instant download, like an encyclopedia of information. That's not how it works, um, you use the technique to actually get the information and to assemble it and work through it. Um, so, and I don't have time to go through all the details of the technique. That's uh, That would take a whole course to go through. So um, I'm, I, I won't do that in the moment, but uh, there are a couple things that you can gain from this so that you can actually, uh, if you find some techniques that work for you, these are the things you want to look for when you're looking for a class or you're looking at a book. Does it have the stepwise, um, a stepwise method that I can follow? Is it clear? Uh, do I know how to deal with um, going from an elementary beginner intuition to a more advanced 
intuition? What is the path? Um, I go through a five-step map that gets you from when you don't know anything to getting to the point where you're so intuitive, people go, wow, you sound like you must be psychic. Um, we can get you there. So this technique works because uh, it zeroes in on the basic foundations of what intuition is and how it functions, and that's what a technique should do for you and the methods or anytime you're studying intuition, and that's what I found. Intuition is always going to respond to you, but the language of intuition is not something that we're used to. It's not clear to us. Uh, it talks in fragments. It's quiet. It's not very verbose. You have to understand when it's talking to you and when it's your thinking mind, and that's part of the method. Um, you need a technique to get your ego out of the way and so that you're, you're not messing up the message and you can collect the information that's piecemeal and symbolic. And then once you have that technique, you need to apply it to um, exercise, to practice. And just like any skill, if you want to learn how to be a good tennis player, a good baseball player, a good skier, you need to go and practice. You're not going to go and just all of a sudden hit the the double double diamond or the you know the most difficult slope on the mountain. You're going to start gradually and work up and keep practicing. So you have to and. We talked last time about what a good intuition exercise is, um, but you need the technique to exercise your intuition. And that's going to help you recognize true intuition versus your thinking mind. And as you continue to improve and exercise it, keeping by using, practicing the techniques, uh, you're going to get more detailed information. And I've watched people go from... Um, not knowing what they're doing. It's always in the beginning. I don't know what I'm doing. I, I have no idea how to do this or what I'm doing, too. Uh, at the end of uh, working with me, you know, in the workshop, it's like, wow, they get some incredible information. Um, so, you know, and and along, we talked about this last time, you know, they're good intuition exercises and bad ones. If you want to learn a good uh, or you want to do some intuition exercises, I have a bunch that are elementary and you can do them on your own um, if you go to my website and sign up for my intuition tips you can get a document that gives you 16 exercises so that you can practice a technique on it and you know t there are people out there who actually have um, some books are out there that are are okay and they have some techniques in there they're not as fully developed, um, but you, it can get you started. Or what you can do is take my level one class. Uh, I do it online, developing your intuition level one online class. And um, actually, I've got a special right now. You can save $100 on an early registration. There's a coupon code, and the coupon code and details are actually in my app. So if you get the app, and um, it's again, it's Lisa K Radio or just search LMK88 on the iTunes store. Um, you can get the code and then you can sign up for the class. And the class is a six-week class. Um, you get a bunch of modules once a week. It's very thorough. It's jam-packed. Um, and it actually has a bunch of bonus material that is way beyond just intuition. Um, angels and... Um, helping you get doing automatic angel writing, which is how I started, um, and some meditations. It's all part of this class. This class is, again, um, 
it's online. You can take it anytime, anywhere, on your phone, on your computer. Uh, and it's only available, um, I only do it once or twice a year. So it's opening up. I, I really recommend you go to it if you want to learn the technique. LMK88.com slash press, P-R-E-S-S, is where you can register and find out all about the class. And you can always contact me if you have any questions. And I'm at LMK88.com. We're going to go to break, and when we come back, I think I'm going to tell you a, a few things, some positive news. I like to talk about positive things and uplifting things. And maybe we'll talk about angels. So stay with us. your soul with waves of consciousness on Ohm Times Radio. Ohm Times Magazine is one of the leading online content providers of positivity, wellness, and personal empowerment, a philanthropic organization. Their net proceeds are funneled to support worldwide charity initiatives via Humanity Healing International. Through their commitment to creating community and providing conscious content, they aspire to uplift humanity on a global scale. Ohm Times co-creating a more conscious lifestyle. Hi, this is Sylvia Henderson, Intuitive Life Coach and Energy Healer. Are you ready to elevate and rise way above your normal? Be sure to listen to my show, Intuitive Transformations, on Own Times Radio, Sunday evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern. Get the inspiration you need to transform your life. Hey, Dr. Phil here. You know, I help people solve difficult problems every day, but one problem has me stumped, childhood hunger. Nearly 16 million children in America struggle with it. Luckily, the Feeding America network of local food banks collects surplus food, giving hope to hungry children and their families. But they need your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. And welcome back. I'm Lisa Kay, and you're listening to Between Heaven and Earth Radio. And we're going to do, uh, we're shifting gears here. We're going to do another topic. And I wanted to talk about positive news because I, you know, I thought that I, I just like to read positive things. I like to see positive things. I, I try to keep this show light, positive, and inspiring. Uh, we're, we always get negative news around the media. Um, even some of the stuff you see in your social media feeds are, you know, a little upsetting and shocking. And, you know, I, I like the positive stuff. I like the uplifting stuff because I believe that if you fill your mind with good things, um, you're going to feel good. And it's, you know, it's good for your mind. It's good for your soul. It makes you feel great. And, um, I, I found a couple of stories here on the internet I wanted to share with you. And, um, also, I thought, you know, if we have some time, we'll talk a little bit about angels, uh, only because um, I love angels, and they're always with us. They're always positive, and they're always there to help us. Okay, so let, let's start this section. Hi, I'm Lisa Kay, and this show is called Positive News. 
And here's a couple things that I found uh, that I thought were really kind of cool stories on, on the internet, positive news. And this particular story is about uh, some policemen in Maryland, and they were helping an elderly lady. Uh, and I thought it was awfully, awfully cute. So it, it occurred in Charles County, Maryland, and there is a woman named Roberta. She's 81 years old, and she takes a walk every day down her driveway and back to her house. And one Friday, she took her daily walk, and she kept going. Now, her daughter, Roberta's daughter, lives with her mom, Roberta, and she she realized that her mom was um, kind of taking a little too long to get back. And so when she couldn't find her, she called 911, and she told the police that her mother has dementia, and she seems to have wandered off. So the police reassured her, you know, they'll they'll find her and bring her back safely. So after about 40 minutes of searching, they... Uh, they found Roberta. She apparently had wandered into a nearby wooded path, and instead of embarrassing her, they, they pretended to, to be out for a walk, too, and they were hoping, you know, they'd guide her back home. So so first, when they came upon her, she sort of seemed a little confused at seeing, you know, this group of police officers suddenly kind of appear on this, you know, path, this tree-lined path, and... Uh, and so she asked the officers, you know, are, are you guys walking too? And they quietly replied, yes. Um, gee, you know, after all, it's a, it's a beautiful day out today. And she seemed relieved, and she told them that she got a little, she seems to be a little lost. So one officer said to her, you know, no problem. And he took her gently by the hand, and along with the other officers, they walked her back home. And along the way, you know, the officers made some small talk with her just to make her feel at ease. And uh, they asked her, you know, what's the key to a long and healthy life? And Roberta said, eat good and stay active. I thought that was a uh, wonderful story, wonderful story. Um, that made my day. If you're following me on Facebook, you might have um, seen it. I've got, uh, I think I posted it on, on this show's um, Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash between heaven and earth and i you know if you go to that facebook page and follow me there or you follow the show there uh, not only do i post uh, the shows but i also try to find positive things to put up there i um if i see a you know an affirmation or a story or or a video i post them there and it makes me feel good sometimes i go back and look at them myself so here's another one uh, whale researchers save an orca stranded on some rocks, and an orca is um, is the the killer whale that you see that they have in the uh, um, in the aquariums or you know down in um, of course all the names have gone out of my head right now, but uh, oftentimes they're they're with the dolphins and the uh, trainers are training them and. Um, and you can see them swimming around, but they're they're uh, they are mammals. They have to breathe through um, the blowhole in the top of their heads. And uh, this, in this particular case, um, so they can be out of water, but they can't stay out of water too long because um, they're obviously 
you know, water mammals and they're, they're fish. They're supposed to be in the water. So apparently for eight hours, a team of dedicated whale researchers in British Columbia, Canada, kept this female orca that was stranded um, and beached on some rocks alive. They kept her alive for eight hours. So apparently she had swam there and um, they were, she was with her family and they were feeding and um, just as the tide had gone out uh, she got caught on some rocks and and she couldn't get back in the water and the researchers were alerted by a fellow researcher who saw her stranded on the rocks and um, and if you, I went to their blog, and this is kind of what they said happened. They said, by the time we arrived, the tide was already dropping. Our worst fear was coming true. This young whale was going to be on the beach for at least eight more hours until the tide would rise again later in the day. This orca's family was in the distance, and they just were helplessly watching. These are researchers, so they, they know. Um, the family would circle the island very close to shore where she was stranded, and, and they probably could hear her vocalizing. You know, that's how the, the whales, they communicate, they vocalize. And um, each call was sort of trembling. They said each call was trembling to her entire body and our heart and our hearts as we listened close by. We had never encountered encountered a stranded whale before, so they consulted some experience experts who told them what you have to do is keep her cool and wet through the day until the tide came back in. It was probably too risky to try to pick her up. You know, she was on some very uh, jagged rocks and to go in there and try to pick her up, she probably would have struggled. She would have gotten hurt. Um, and so they figured they could just, you know, keep her there cool and wet until the tide came in and then she could swim away. So what they had to do, they started out, they put, they got wet blankets and wet, um, wet linens and they put them over her and they even got a, a rigged a water pump to soak her body with a hose and, um, keep her wet because her, if her skin dries out, it's apparently it's not good and probably would be bad for, you know, that's one of the ways that they can expire. Um, they even put a pillowcase over her dorsal fin because, you know, the fin on her back because it was starting to dry out. And they used these wet blankets and sheets to cover her. They even protected her from the sun. And they tried their best not to scare or stress her. And as the later, uh, later as the day went on, uh, towards the end of the day, the pump broke. <laughs> and this is how they described it. Just as the tide began to rise, the water pump finally broke, and all the duct tape in the world couldn't keep it together. So with bins and buckets, we continued as an assembly line. One of us would fill the bucket and pass it down to the next person to pour water on the sheets and cover her sensitive skin. Finally, the water level had rised enough to reach her body. We knew it was time for us to leave as our presence might cause her to try and move prematurely causing more harm to herself in the process. We removed all the sheets and blankets from her body and stepped away. One last time we stood next to her, wishing her all the strength in the world to get off the rocks and be free. We climbed up onto a nearby cliff and waited, watching as the water level slowly began to cover her body. 
She became more and more vocal, perhaps excited, knowing her moment of freedom was soon to come. It was her patience that astonished us. She would lift her tail as if to check the level of the tide. At one point, we were concerned that something might be wrong, but we realized that we should trust her instinct to know when the right time would be. And sure enough, once again, she tried to lift her tail. She must have realized that the right time had come, and with two giant thrusts, she was suddenly off the rock and with lightning speed swimming free. From the rock and the boats nearby, you could hear us all screaming with joy, you go, girl. And she was she was quickly reunited with her family. Now, isn't that a wonderful story? Um, you know, and it shows you uh, something that I always believe in, that, you know, we are part of the animal kingdom, and the animals teach us so much. They are so intuitive, so instinctive, and they follow their instinct. They follow their intuition all the time. And they just know. She knew that these, at first she was a little uh, nervous, a little anxious because these people were coming around. She probably hadn't been around humans before. But some, at some point she realized that they were there to help her. And so she calmed down and let them help her. Um, and in the few seconds I have left, I'm going to tell you my quick story of my own experience with a wild animal. Uh, when I was five, um, there, we had, there was a cat that came up. She was a feral cat. She came up on our back porch. And at, I fell in love with her immediately. Um, she, was, she didn't have a collar. And I went out, and um, I picked her up, and I pet her. Long story short, we ended up keeping her. But she was a wild cat, and I was the only one who could come close to her, could touch her, could pick her up. Uh, she knew, and she was so instinctive, so intuitive. And she taught me a lot about what it's, you know, how to be sensitive, how to be, how to be um, open. Well, we're coming up to the end of our show. I'm so glad you've been listening to us. Uh, we're out there um, between heaven and earth. Conscious Living for Your Soul is my show. I'm Lisa Kay, and uh, I love doing the show. I love hearing from you. So if if you want to continue to hear us, stay with me. Um, we're going to be doing a lot more in a lot of different ways. Um, and, again, I love to hear from you. Come to my website and send me a note. I'd love to hear from you. LMK88.com. Angel blessings to everyone. 